the like button's on. Hey, everyone. Today, I have two co-pilots with me. I've got Peter Matthews, who is the uh, co-founder of Realtair. He's also the president of the REI in New South Wales and a very accomplished real estate professional that does uh, hundreds and hundreds of auctions each year, probably around, I'd say, you probably do around 500 to 800, I would say, Pete, thereabouts. And Taney Jane, who has been awarded in Australia the REI um, Australian Agent of the Year, the Salesperson of the Year, and he recently won that award. Um, and I'm not quite sure. That was held in Melbourne, wasn't it, Taney? Yes, Tom. Uh, that was uh, Real Estate Institute of Australia held in Melbourne. Yeah, and um, that award, um, the, I mean, I thought this would be a good fit for this webinar because that award was, in fact, sponsored by Realtair, if I'm right, Peter, wasn't it? It was, wasn't it? Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, because there's a photo of you getting an award uh, from someone from Realtair, Taney. Who was it? Uh, yeah, it was it was from Realtair, and uh, it's a it's a he, he was the real estate coach uh, as well. Lee so, Woodward. Uh, Lee Woodward, yes. Sorry, oh, Lee Woodward. Name. Yeah, yes. Great guy, and he's he, often he's on here this time of the month on a Tuesday. So let's kick it all off, um, Pete. We had a great session this morning. Uh, you were kind enough to go visit three of my clients. Ray White, uh, who, who's Tainy's favourite agent, Ray White, uh, Quakers Hill, the Teslin Group, uh, the Peter Diamantides Group, and also Shiv TNG Group, um, three incredible real estate businesses. Um, but today you'll be pleased to know they're about to become Realtair clients because they saw value in what a great product it is. But today we've actually got Tanae Jane. And I was talking off camera, Peter, while you were coming on. Tanae Jane did last month, how many um, How many price updates using Realtair? Uh, this month, 65. You've done 65, 65 this month. and This um, month, 65. And Mix of price updates and digital introduction and proposals. Okay, and you were and and Tane, you were telling me that one of the reasons that you really like it is that the way the tech works, it allows you to be seen as the commentator of the whole market in the way that it creates provides sales that even the other agents have done. And we're not saying you claim those sales, but you're basically are able to provide reports, giving them information. Um, so maybe you can say it in your own words, Tane. Yes, yeah, so Realtair is a great product, obviously cost-wise and obviously time-effective as well, because it's, I say that it's a digital door-knock, because the way we do door-knocking and we say there's a comparison sales, what, what Realtair does is a spam of seconds, it's just send it on the mobile phone, and in that text message, what you can do is you can also put up, what I do is I'll put up my one of my recent case studies as well in that text message as well, and I word it and I attach a link attached to that. So with that link, what happens is as soon as a vendor or prospective vendor opens that, it will give an information about your agency, about agent, and also comparison sales to his property with the address of his property on the top. And then on the, on the middle section, it will give that what are the properties sold in that. Pro and that's a, let the latest data with RP data. So you can even create if any sales is missing in that and you know that if RP data is not picking up, you can actually create that and add up into that. The benefit of that is I take the permission from the people who are not actually selling in next one year, two year, three years. There's a cold data and there's a lot of cold data out there sometimes. And they say, 
I'm not selling my house. I just want to see where it stands. I just want to finance, uh, let's say, refinance of my house. So we say we are not the valuers from the bank, but we can give you where the property stands and give you an idea about a market, what's happening in this market. So if you don't mind, can I send you every quarter? We send you a quarterly report. So in older days before Realtor, we used to drop that, letterbox drops in, in that. And what we could see is that a lot of agents doing that and it's going in the bin. So with digital door knock, it just straight away goes on their phone and it actually sends you a text message and an email that Tom has viewed. There's what sections they have viewed. You can go to the desktop version of that and you can actually oh, see that. For the life of me, for the life of me, and in all the time I've been in real estate, I cannot work out how not every person is just signed up on this. I mean, like we talked about it this morning. We talked about the fact that pretty much every piece of paper that is delivered to someone's house will eventually go into the bin sooner or later. Sometimes it goes in straight away. But what Tane is saying is this is a permanent record for an owner and we know what we do. We're constantly scrolling with our finger up and down constantly, whether it's on social media or on email or our text messages. All we're doing is that finger there gets the biggest work out of our whole body, right? And all we're doing is we've got this constant permanent record of our price updates. And quite frankly, the real estate agent in the marketplace that has the most price updates secured in that area is going to be the agent that's going to have the most listings. And then the agent that gets the most listings get the most sales. This is very predictable. Just start conversations with people, get permission to send them price updates. And pretty much you have earned the right at the time that they're going to do business to go in and pitch. And quite frankly, if you've been doing that four times a year, you're going to have a far bigger advantage of winning the listing than an agent that's just showed up there for the first time. No history, uh, no relevance, no value add. Um, so, Taney, I, I mean, and I know that and we're not going to talk about other products. You you, you were using another product, um, and I don't want you to name it. And you Yeah, so it. I, I, I used another product, but I don't want to name as well, but the glitch were too much with the real tear. It's 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 very fast. I mean, if you use it on your mobile as a as a web version, it's very fast. Even the SMS, even the page, uh, the speed of the page as well, and the speed of bring up those RP data linking that as well. It's it's very quick. It doesn't use too much time. It's user friendly. Like as a as a lead agents and listing agents, we don't have too much time. To do that, and even if my admin is not there, I ha- I can do myself, and I do myself because that gives me a knowledge as well that where these properties standing in the market, and also it actually creates another thing. Rather than putting all these properties on the Excel sheet, it actually creates a pipeline for you. You can see prospects, appraisals, uh, you can see digital introductions which you have sent. So all that, and once they're listed, you can actually change them into listings. Well, this is a uh, Tony's music to my my ears because when we developed all of this and it, this you know Realtor is a bit of an evolutionary product. I love how you've I've never called it a um, a digital door knock before, so that's um I, I love how you use that language. But the I think that's where I'm I'm really thrilled that you're getting so much value out of it because you know tech is worth nothing unless you've got a process that goes with it. It's the tech with the technique. And you've got your process and you work that. And I'm also thrilled to hear that that you're doing it yourself because that's the whole intent of the tech is that it should take that pressure away from having to have resources that do these sorts of things when you're able to do those yourself because, you know, most of us, we, we know what we want to do. We then have to explain it to someone. They then have to do it. We have to approve it. And then we finally give the go-ahead and we could have sent 12 of them by the time we get through that that first engagement. So 
I'm really, really, really pleased to hear that. So I'm glad it's been of value. So Peter, don't, and Peter, and to everyone that's watching this, I want to remind you, this guy here does over 100 deals a year. He's the only listener in his team. It's not like there are other listers there. So this guy is very organised, um, writes well over a million dollars, has been doing it consistently, is the REI agent of the year salesperson across the country. And um, he's been one of these guys that has adopted tech. Like I see him, you know, and he often, Peter, and this we see more and more of this, that sometimes the salesperson can be super ambitious, more ambitious than the office. So they go out on their own and they say, hey, listen, you might put it on in six months' time, but I'm not waiting around anymore. I'm getting stuck into this straight away because they know the longer you're not doing something, the longer you're actually losing money. It's the opportunity cost of not doing it. Um, so, so Taney, can I ask you, your marketplace, um, the average price is what, three, four hundred? Uh, no, it's five, six hundred now, isn't it? Uh, now, so the median price is 560000 now. It's gone up since, yeah. So, so Peter, has it been? You know, you know, there's you know thousands of agents across Australia using it. Have you been able to point a, um, a pattern? Is it lower price? Is it higher price? Or is it just broad based? Oh, I think it's property owner based. You know, like it doesn't matter whether it's a a, a medium price property, a low price property, or a high price property. I think the thing about it is, is that um, the the great flexibility in in you know what Tony is doing and, and others is that you 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 match your price update and all your I guess your your sort of digital delivery with your marketplace. So it doesn't matter what price point it is. It's it's about the consistency and you know, the touch points and really giving customers I think something that's relevant to them. Like you can send them a whole host of if you're sending them stuff about properties that are way outside of their particular price range or where their property's at, um, that's less interesting as as what it would be as to what's happening immediately around their property. To properties that are similar to theirs, and it's it's really easy to to do that. I'm, I think there's a golden opportunity, here, Peter, because I'm not getting, I have not, I'm not getting from any agents digital price updates. So at the moment in my area, no one has actually gone off, got my details, and actually put me there. So I'm 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 not, you know, maybe maybe where you're, I am. You're going to regret that now, Tom. <laughs> Yeah. You can imagine you're going to be you're going to get about a thousand price updates coming at you just from this one Zoom. I bet with all the people. Well, that- I've got to, well, I've got to tell you, I, I actually would, I would love it to come because I'm lucky enough. I'm lucky enough, Peter, that I've got access to CoreLogic RP data through um, a subscription that I'm involved with a company, you know, NewsCorpRealEstate.com, right? But I've got to say to you that I would rather someone else provide that to me as a text message on a regular basis than me occasionally when I have the thought in my head to say, oh, what's going on here in the market? And I go off and I do my own searching for it. So at the moment, no one has claimed the Panos household on, on real tear. And I think as soon, I think there's a, there is a big advantage to being the first person that claims it, right? I think it's the, now, 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 Taney, I just want to ask you with, with how long is it taking you out of curiosity? One proposal, how long does it take? Less than five minutes because it makes it so easy. They got three different templates there. You can you can customize them, but I, I didn't customize it. I've got a pre-made templates. It's just a matter of what template you select and you just create it, put up the details. It comes up with everything and you just can it connect. It's automatically connected to RP data. 
And yes, it's done. What about if the source, so Peter, the source you get is from RP Data or is there other sources as well? Yeah, there's other sources. So we've got a relationship with uh, with PropTrack, uh, PriceFinder, uh, CoreLogic, uh, PDOL in, um, down in Victoria as well. So we've got integrations with those. In fact, we'll integrate with any uh, provider and, and that's in, not just in the data side, Tom, it's just in anything. So if it, if it adds value to the customer, then we'll integrate with that platform. Okay. So... Um- now, 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 Taney, it's taking you five minutes. When you're putting in the comparable, so it's not, it's, it's surrounding sales. Um, or it's, it, it got different tabs, Tom. It got closest. It got newest to the oldest, oldest to the newest. Obviously, you're going to do newest to the oldest so that the recent sales from last last eight weeks, six weeks will pop up on the top, and you just add. And in case you want to remove anything, you can remove as well later on. So. Uh, if people like on the other side, I've got artificial intelligence working. And if someone says, okay, send me a price update, I just quickly send, sending you in five minutes, right? So make it, send it. Peter, I'm noticing a lot of the really, the, 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 the mega, the mega giant agents, the ones that always want to go out to what is called the immediate seller appointment and not the future seller appointment, and then look, you know, and I and I get it. There's a group of agents, they get to write, you know, a few million in GCI, and the way that they feel is, hey, unless it's an immediate seller, they don't get super excited. But what they do do is if they can work out one's a future seller and one's an immediate seller, they might actually send an associate agent out or they actually just send out a price update document to those people um, and Shiv, Shiv brought that up to me um, because he said, mate, if you're if you're going to be going to a lot of cold appointments and all they're doing is wanting a price update and a bit of information, man, it might be a better use of your time sending them the real tear um, digital uh, uh, well, the price update. Yeah. I mean, look, it can be used for a range of different purposes, but like I think that you know, really the thing about it, obviously working for Tony, it's, it's about, you know, managing his time. He's going to make the decision as to whether he goes to that appointment or not or whether he sends someone else. And I'll just really go back to that point that we were talking about in that session at Tom, where, you know, you look at it and you go, um, you've got a document that exists for life. And every time they engage with it, you're going to get a notification. Um, that's a great way to keep in touch with a, with a prospective customer. You're giving them information they need, but then you can make contact with them once you know that they've engaged with that as opposed to a letterbox drop, which, as we said, just goes in the bin. So it'd be great if, you know, if letterbox drops every time they looked at it, you got a notification. Well, that's what this is. It just gives you that instant response. Okay. So, Taney, you know, on the second half of this phone call, Peter's going to be very kind enough. And I um, I don't know, are you going to use slides for for this, Pete? Uh, no, I've got no, slides. I can, but I can talk, no. I was going to just talk through some of the things. Yeah, so, so, so Taney, Peter went to... Uh, Las Vegas for a week or two um, to a conference. It's like Eric, but it's called Inman, and all it's based on is tech. And he's been kind enough to have taken the best notes of the things that mattered, and he's just going to run through those. But before I before I finish off here today with you, Taney, and by the way, you know it's been an absolute you know training you over the last how long how long have you been coaching you, Taney? Uh, Tom, since two thousand and fifteen. Mate, I'll never forget it when you walked into that office at News Corp in 2015. And um, do you remember that meeting, Taney? I have that photo as well. And I can't forget next morning when you called me and you said you're going to coach me. So that was 6 a.m. in the morning. And I can't forget that. And 
since then you have changed the life. I would say real estate gym, everyone uh, associated with you, I would say made me self-reliant. And that's the well, one you, thing you taught me. You've proven to me that good guys do come first. Good guys do come first. And this, Peter, I'll tell you why this guy is successful. Number one is he does put in the hours in. Uh, number two is that um, he is relentless. If he can smell an opportunity, um, he just doesn't stop. Number three is he's learnt the power of branding and um, he doubles up, whether it's traditional, digital, social. He's got these – it's like he's on a TV channel. Like if you live in his area – it's like he's coming through on Channel 10, he's coming through on Channel 9, he's coming through on Channel 7, he's coming through you on Sky News. Wherever you swap the channel, you're going to see Taney because if he doesn't hit you with a signboard, he's going to be hitting you with a digital price update. If he doesn't hit you with a digital price update, you're going to be seeing him on his um, live streams. If he, if he misses you there, you're going to be sort of seeing him on uh, or hearing him from his phone calls because he's relentless with his phone calls. Taney, it's an absolute pleasure having you on here. This is, by the way, everyone, the number one real estate agent in Australia based on REI's award system. Um, and uh, there was a couple of questions that came up, Pete, there when Taney was speaking. I don't think you're in – both questions are about being in New Zealand. You're not in New Zealand yet, correct? Uh, no. Look, we, um, we've we actually got a data agreement in New Zealand now. So we'll be in New Zealand um probably by the end of the year. So what we've done is uh, we've actually had a few inquiries from New Zealand. So we've prioritised those inquiries of the people that want um, to use the platform. And then once we've got our, our data connection sorted out, and there's a few other little pieces because there's an SMS difference over in New Zealand versus here in Australia. There's also the address lookup stuff. So we're doing all that work now just in preparation for a January 1 launch next year. All so right. If anyone's keen, just uh, reach out and we'll uh, we'll put you on the, on the list to prioritise. Yeah, well, Katrina, who's a great agent, she's just uh, typed away and um, she's heard it. So, Katrina, reach out to Real Terry and get on that wait list. Taney, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Tom. Thank you so much. We're going to go for another 10, 15 minutes talking about what happened at Las Vegas. Keep up the uh, keep up the good work. His nickname is Sashin Tendulkar, King Sashin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all righty. Thanks well, a lot, thanks. Thanks. Thank you, Peter. Thanks for, uh, for using our products. And if there's anything we can do to help you, it's all about what, uh, from, from our perspective, helping agents at the dining table. So anything that we can do to help you through that, just uh, reach out. 100%. Thank you. Thank you so much, Peter. Thanks Thank so you. Much. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Yeah, refreshing, Peter. You know this. You know you get you get so it's it, it's really fascinating. We got we got a lot of real estate agents that have come to Australia in the last ten years. And um, they've absolutely crushed it, you know. I, I look at, um, I look at, and you'd know him, you'd be aware of him because I know that Constopopoulos is a client of yours. But um, Amit from um, from Constopopoulos's office does two hundred and six sales. We interviewed him about three weeks ago. He's been a gym member from two thousand and fifteen or two thousand and sixteen, and um, he is also a guy. That is obsessed with efficiency. That's 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 interesting about Tane. He does them all himself. Those digital price updates. Yeah, I think that's the. But that's the thing, Tom. I reckon is it like is it if you? I mean, if you've got resources to do that, great. But we've got lots of agents that have made the decision not to go down the path of putting on an administrative resource. Um, you know, wait till they've, they've kind of pass that that sort of tra the traditional threshold of the three hundred and fifty GCI. 
just use technology and do it themselves. And we've got you know agents that are writing just under a million dollars still with no um, no um, resource at all that are doing it all themselves. And and they generally though they're using the entire platform. They're using pitch, they're using sign, they're using sell um, because it's all intuitive. It's all pushing and pulling to different platforms like CRMs and alike. But probably most importantly, you don't have to rekey the data twice because you know an agency agreement. Well, a, a, a proposal, as you know, populates the agency agreement. The agency agreement will populate the contract. IS can self-register data and sell, and it just all sits inside of that one platform. Really, really easy to use. So I was yeah, thrilled yeah. to hear um, about um, Tony's success, success, but also just the fact that he's he's doing it himself because that's a that's that was what it was designed for. Yeah. So if there's any people that are watching this right here, right now, that have always felt overwhelmed or disheartened about seeing the $1 million GCI number and think to yourself, it's out of my reach, I can't do it. There is increasingly more and more people that are doing it unassisted. If they've got a level of decent, okay admin support at the office, you know, that there's there's some level of support. But, you know, there are real estate agents, Peter, at the moment that once they actually are doing the digital price updates, and digital pre-list kits, and then they move on to step two of the process, which is try and reduce the amount of paper they're doing. And they're just actually signing on glass. Uh, once the agency agreement's in there, it's all automatically populated. Um, they actually find that, hey, you know what? Do I need to be spending 75 grand on an admin person? And yeah. often what they'll do is they'll just, you know, invest in four hours, you know, a day of having someone doing telephone lead generation, getting into a bit of canvassing, maybe having someone help you with a bit of buyer management. But, you know, we're going to be in an era now where the agent that can write a million dollars is just a high-tech, high-touch agent with some minor support, and they're going to be able to achieve that, Peter. Yeah, and and the thing too, I think I don't want any um, EAs or PAs to be nervous about this. Um, I mean, the thing that's that we've seen happen a lot is that we've got agents that have got resources. They just redeploy those resources in areas of revenue generation, and we've actually seen some really strong growth in the GCI performance of the, of the lead agent in that respect. Because you know, if you've got tools, it's like anything. If you've got tools to help you do the job that you need, it frees you up time. To go and do other things, and and it's and it's refocusing that energy on revenue producing activities and um, getting in. Um, all tech should do is give you enough time back to spend with your customer, because if you want to talk about Vegas, because it's kind of a bit of a segue into that. The one thing that was a big um, relief in some ways, but but also a great takeout was the fact that all of the tech that they spoke about in the US, and this is as you know, Tom, it's one of it's the biggest. Um, I guess non-branded, so it's 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 a, it's open to everyone. It's run by Inman, which is which is started as a news group, but run these conferences. Um, all of the tech was was focused on um, improving the agent um, the agent efficiency, so they can spend more time with their customer. There wasn't any tech that was um, designed to to remove the agent from the process. It was all about creating efficiency to create time for the agent to spend more time with their customer. Um, and that was really, really thrilling to see. But everyone asked me, Tom, you know, well, how similar are we to the US and are we the same? Are they really, really different? There's, there are some fundamental differences, but in the seven or eight years that I've been going to this conference, we're just getting closer and closer and closer together um, where we're becoming very, very similar. And there's some things happening over in the US at the moment, which may actually make them almost identical to the way that we operate here. Um, and there's a lot of lessons for the US, two and a half million US agents to 
understand about how we process real estate here because we've got some incredible operators that that do um, an amazing job to to secure properties at, at incredible at incredible prices in a really really short period of time. Their average days on market over there is still sort of circa 120 days. So um, we're not quite the same yet, but they're getting closer and closer. So, Peter, you mentioned to me off air that um, that model that in the USA it's always been um, that a vendor was paying somewhere along the lines of 3% to the agent to sell it, and then they would pay 3% to the uh, a buyer's um, uh, agent. So often, you, and you see that on the TV shows all the time, million-dollar listing or whatever that's showing real estate, you see two agents at the property the one that's listed it, and then there's another one that's brought their buyers along, right? Mm -hmm. So that's common practice. But what you're saying to me is that may change in the future and it might actually mirror what's happening in Australia where a vendor only pays one fee. Why is that happening, Peter? Yeah, there's a at the moment there's there's all albeit that this has been going on for a long period of time. And you can imagine if a seller's signing up for a six percent fee with a selling agent, they drop that in what's called the multiple listing service, where there's about I think there's 900 of those across the states. A buyer's agent accesses that. A buyer then the buyer's agent introduces their buyer, they negotiate the deal between the two agents, the, the deal is then done, and the seller pays the buyer's agent portion of that. And it's three percent each. That's how that six percent gets split. So Believe it or not, after all these years, there's now this uh, class action um, against um, the NAR and and all the major brands, basically saying that that is a conflict of interest. That the- oh, well, well, Peter, it doesn't surprise me that the for sale by owner industry must have been flourishing there because if you are a vendor, you know, paying six percent of the total asset in selling costs is um, a large amount of money, and you can see why you'd get people having a crack trying to sell it privately. Yeah, well, that's um, it's it's probably the 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 private seller market um hasn't been like massively successful. What has been re- what's probably taken over that as a as a method of sale opposed to the traditional side has been the iBuyers, which we've talked about before, where you've got um you know OfferPad and Open Door. Uh, Open Door is probably one of the most prolific ones. Where in the iBuyer world over there, what the way that it works, these are highly capitalized private businesses, or some of them like Open Door are now a public a public company, where they will actually say, Tom, instead of you going down the traditional path and selling with an agent and paying your six percent and maybe over 120 days with no certainty of what your result's going to be, um, put your address into our our platform and we will give you a guaranteed price. And what that is is it's obviously it's not a market value. It's very much like it was we were talking about today, like car sales, where you get an instant offer. Um, it's exactly the same as that. It's subject to pest and building and a couple of other things, but they will settle within 48 hours generally, and they will buy that property directly off that customer. So there's an algorithm that that works that price, and that's always been updated. But you know, it means that a seller has got certainty; they've got a guaranteed value, which I've been describing as a convenience cost. You know, what is the what is the discount that I'm prepared to accept? to not have to go through, you know, potentially 120 days of uncertainty around price and I can just sell today. Um, so iBuyers have actually captured quite a bit of market share and are gaining momentum in the US. Um, so that's that's a really interesting model. They're not here, the iBuyers at the moment, um, but it'll be interesting to see what happens in that space. Well, Pete, I can see, I can see there is a, a cohort of vendors that would be attracted to that example You've seen a house. You don't want to miss out on it. Um, you think to yourself, you know, worst case scenario, 
I've got this guaranteed figure. I can live with that figure. I can live with that figure. Um, it'll save me going on bridging finance. Um, and um, they go off and they take the plunge. And who knows, that might even be encouraging turnover and fluency in the market, knowing that um, there's there's certainty there. Yeah. Uh, well, it's kind of what you've described in that example is is the other part of the market that's that's emerged in the last couple of years, and that's the power buyer market. So, so unlike the iBuyer, well, similar to the iBuyer market, what they will do is that they will say, well, look, uh, we'll tell you what your house is worth and we'll give you an, a guaranteed value for that. Based on that, we will work with you to purchase the home that you want to acquire, which is pretty much bridging finance, really. They've got a mortgage attachment rate of 70%, by the way, which is the highest that I've ever heard of. They will buy that property. Yeah, they've got the what? They've got a mortgage what? They've got a mortgage attachment rate. So that they are financing 70% of the transactions that they get involved in. Oh, wow. So if you can imagine, um, and I know like in um, in the Reliance team, there's a lot of mortgage brokers that they've got in their team. But in, in most traditional businesses, you know, they might have, every agent's got a relationship with a mortgage broker. And some are really good at it and some, you know, are just it's a bit of a, if I can get it done, I can get it done. Or I use it, you know, as a crisis kind of point. Um, well, 70% is a huge amount. I mean, most companies, um, even if they own the mortgage brokerage service, don't even get into the double digits of their sales transaction numbers as a percentage. But these guys got 70% mortgage attachment rate. But they'll buy that property for you. So they've given you an underwritten value. They'll buy that property. You can even move in. And what they will do is they'll say to you, and by the way, um, we'll give you 120 days to sell your property with your favorite agent. So down the traditional channel, um, you've got 120 days. And if you get to that 120 days and you don't sell it for a price that you're happy with, you can always take the guaranteed value. Now, that's a little bit different to the iBuyer. The iBuyer is saying, we're going to buy it. We're going to buy it off you. We'll actually take that as stock and then we'll put it back through our agent selling channel. Um, so they're recycling that stock, but they're keeping that all in-house. So the power buyers are different. They're saying, we will guarantee that value. You can go and buy the house and then you can sell your down your traditional path with your agent of choice. And where the guarantee comes in is not, it's not capital. They don't say we're going to buy it off you. What they do is that they give you the difference between what you what you sold for and what they guaranteed it. And, and so far, um, I'll touch wood for them. Um, they've done over 6,000 transactions. They've only had to do one guaranteed value, which is so somebody sold their property for less than what the guaranteed value was, just one. So it's an insurance play, not so much a capital play. But I think that's that's probably got a bit more um, opportunity in the Australian market. In fact, there's been a few players in the Australian market that unfortunately for them just pre-COVID tried to get off the ground and then COVID kind of knocked them about. But I think that's going to be something that's going to come back into our industry space and will be over the next couple of years. I think it's definitely going to be something that's going to be talked about because it does move a lot of friction in the the process and not just friction, but frustration and and uncertainty. And you know, it doesn't also mess with um with our traditional uh real estate channels. So that's going to be an interesting space to watch. So Peter, so I'm clear in my head. Power buyers is the insurance. I buyers is they buy the whole property. Correct. Correct. It's exactly we believe how. power buyers is a better fit for this country. I just think naturally, Tom, where you know we're not, we're a relationship business. So I can't see you know, given the way that our industry works and the things that we we have done, particularly during pandemic times, and most agents have carried them on. Well, we provide an enormous amount of value in that transactional space. But if there is if there is owners that want some security around that transfer, I think that that would be something that a lot of people would consider. It doesn't mean they'll do it, and there are costs associated with that. 
Um, they, they've got to get their modeling right. They've got to get their algorithm around that guaranteed value right. Um, but it's happening in car sales now, and it has been for some time. So it's it's a logical option for, for sellers um, that I think will gain momentum in the future. Now, now Peter, you were there for a, a week or so. Um, what, what are some of the other things that you sort of thought, wow, okay, that's exciting? Um, did you go to many? Uh, like, did you go to a lot of the sessions? I mean, yeah, I went to, to yeah, yeah. I was, it was, it was. I've got to tell you, like, I mean, Vegas is exhausting on its own anyway. But um, <laughs> I was there for for work, not for play. But um, yeah, we had uh, so many, so many sessions. It was, it was offered over two and a half days. The the full conference event. Um, I went to the CEO Connect, which is an additional part of that as well. So a lot of the uh, heavy hitters, so like the CEO of um, EXP and um, a number of other big organisations, Realogy, which they now call themselves Anywhere, which is part of the uh, the, the complete brand conglomerate. Uh, they've got Century 21, Remax, Better Homes, a few other brands that sit inside of that. They were there as well. It's interesting to hear their views. Everything that they were focusing on was about the value that they can provide to their agents, particularly agent teams. What was startling, um, and maybe for people on this call, you can imagine you've got a team of, of two or three people. Maybe you get into the Maybe you get to the double digits if you're writing some phenomenal figures. Um, there was teams over there that have got 80 plus as agent teams sitting within a brokerage, so sitting under a real estate business in a brand, 80 people in their own team. And what was interesting about this, Tom, is that you know, utilizing technology, they they actually were able to recruit people into different roles, but also recruit other associate agents and not just isolated to their own state in some of these teams. So they're building these businesses inside of businesses. And there was a big focus on agent teams um, in that respect. But everything around the tech side was around providing agents with value, which was which was really good. A lot of stuff, some stuff we're doing here, not a lot in the direct sales transactional space that, that we provide, which was encouraging, given that we're looking at our opportunities over there. Um, but but about visibility, transparency, efficiency, they are all the keywords. So we're all using the similar language. Okay. Now, uh, Pete, in 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 the USA. Like so, it's becoming very clear that the way it's working with Realtor in Australia is people get excited. Firstly, with the prospecting side of it, so they get excited, they start realizing, "Hey, digital door knock—that sounds better than a traditional door knock—and they start doing it. And then they realize, "Okay, wow, I'm giving them these price updates, and I'm getting appraisals, and I'm able to actually see." when they're actually looking at the appraisal. So I know that there's, that there's that window of opportunity to be in their face and get them at decision mode time. But then once agents go past that, what they start doing is using real tear for efficiency, being able to actually do all this stuff, signing on glass, running property auctions um, in a really simple way. And um, um, in America... Is there is like do you do you see like you should speak at that conference next year? I, I reckon that's that's got to be that's got to be a key strategy of real tear. You should be speaking at that conference. Yeah, we've we've got our first boots on ground um, in the US uh, now, scoping out where our best opportunity would be. But but it's interesting, you know, like they've got bits and pieces of stuff. Like over here in Australia, we've got an average amount of subscriptions per office, which is about, I think it's about 6.4 or something like that. In the US, they've got like 12.6, like so many. Um, they're, they're, they're faced with the same tech dilemma as we all are here, where there's tech, 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 and you go, what do I what do I grab? 
And I guess that's probably where our sweet spot is, is that we're looking at, we're a platform. So we're, we're looking at the prospecting side of it, but we're also looking at how we deal with offers and we, we get involved in that whole process. And, and I guess the vision of all of this, as you and I have discussed many times, is, you know, ultimately what you want to do is you want to end the, you want to end the, the, um, the transaction with a complete digital file that's completely auditable, just like it would be a manila folder. But you know that just by virtue of you know following the bouncing ball of the process, that that will be complete and it will be compliant. And it's that kind of stuff that you know they haven't quite got there. And I think it's because in some ways they've been they've been smashed by probably ten times the amount of tech over there. That it's been really really challenging to say what do they run with. And then they've got brands that are sort of pushing things down on them. They've got people coming at them from all different angles. I think there's going to be a, a reconciliation of a lot of tech. That if it isn't platform based, if it doesn't talk to each other. If it doesn't eliminate the, you know, sort of duplication of, um, of of data entry, which you know everybody, you know, agents in particular hate, um, then it's got a really sort of short shelf life. Um, but also too, there's a lot of um, a lot of the tech companies now, as opposed to when I was over there a couple of years ago, they're all using words like collaboration, talking about integrations and APIs and all those sorts of things. So I think that's where you can naturally see this. Um, walk, working into more of a platform-based operation. And I think we're ahead of them in that respect, um, particularly when it comes to offer management and and uh, dealing with, um, I guess, the method of sale. Um, as you know, like in real test sell, we're, we're able to manage offers, communicate with buyers at the press of a button with all buyers, um, accept offers, generate a contract from that, receive the deposit and do all those things. It's that sort of stuff that I think is going to be a big opportunity in the US because they, they don't have that transactional management sorted out. They've got the post-sale stuff, I think, done pretty well, um, but they don't have the transactional management done as well as we do here. Okay. Now, Pete, I want to ask you, for, 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 the, for people that are watching this now, so we've probably got both people that are on Realtor and we've probably got people that aren't on Realtor, um, how does the real it's the best way that they get onboarded is that they just go to the website, realtear.com. Yeah, they can inquire um at sales at realtear.com if they want to. Um we've got um they can go to the website and check it out and then just make an inquiry directly from there. Um I think we even had a a um a link that Susan put up last time when we did one of those where it just came directly from you guys that we we could do that as well. There it is. There we go. Thank you, Susan. Realtear.com forward slash Tom Panels. So let's assume they clicked on that and they joined. How 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 soon after do you reckon from joining would they go start being able to do things like price updates and uh, pre-list? How how soon after? So it's, we're just like getting the background set up. So just getting all the setup right. So they've got the user account correct because that then flows on a whole range of different things. But if you were just using pitch in isolation, then you can be up and running inside of seven days, well and truly. If you've got sign. We've got a link then through to your that your sign provider. We integrate with uh, all the major sign signing um, companies and things like that. So like the REI New South Wales is a bit of a plug. Um, like to see uh, everyone using REI forms around the country. To be honest, because it's you know the REIs design them and they make sure they are compliant. So uh, that would be my my strong recommendation uh, as I put my REI hat on. Um, but yeah, if you're using sign, it might take a little bit longer just to get all those verification details. But we have a complete, we've got 180 people in the company now, Tom, and we've got an onboarding team. We've got a customer success team. Uh, the onboarding team is to get what what it's just, it sounds like, just to get people onboarded, understanding the product. And then, of course, you've got the customer success to show you how to use it and monitor how you're using it to make sure you get, get uh, the best and full effect of the platform. 
All righty. Pete Matthews from Realtair and the uh, REI New South Wales president. Any, any, any other final things you've got to say, Pete, before we finish off today? Oh, look, Tom, probably the thing just about, you know, and it's probably more of a bit of an uh, an industry thing, you know, like you and I have been in this business for more than 30 years and, and you kind of, there's always been something that's out there. I think that what we're going through now is is not a, um, it's not something that's, that's going to go away. Like what we're, everybody is looking for as a principal, as a franchisor, but also as a salesperson is that you, you're trying to find ways to make sure that you can be operationally efficient, um, being able to find everything in the one place, be able to utilize tools yourself but also be able to delegate some of those responsibilities to team members and things like that. And I guess everything that we're putting together is through the lens of an agent. And as I said earlier, anything that we uh, can do um, to develop our product, we're never done. It'll never be finished. It's always going to be evolutionary and innovative. But if there's also businesses that we can integrate with that can make the life of an agent easier and improve that consumer experience, then that's exactly um, right up our alley. Because I think as an industry, if we can improve the consumer experience, particularly when it comes to buyers in the sales transactional space, um, then I think that we're going to be able to move from that bottom third on the ethics list, certainly a, a hell of a lot further up. Because I think nobody really understands the contribution that agents make to sales trans the tra- sales transaction environment and what we do for the industry, even just um, how we work within our communities and all those sort of things. None of that gets properly recognised. So to me, that would be, we could solve that problem. And that's what we're working on at Realtair is just to improve that transparency and efficiency. That'd be great. Yeah. You know, you know what Peter Matthews has got as a goal, everyone. He wants to be a grandfather and there he is. He's 80 years of age. And these kids are saying that the real estate industry has gone up so bright. Dad, dad, our grandpa was a real estate agent. He, he he wants he wants he wants it to be the profession that your grandkids are going to say he was the real estate agent, right? <laughs> that's it, and Tom. That's that's absolutely true. Because let's face it, in our early years, you know, you you weren't too sure if you went to a barbecue if you'd actually fess up that you're an agent or not. Now I think we've got every reason to be proud. We've just got to we've just got to improve that perception. Because um, yeah, that would be I've got, yeah. Listen, I've gotten I've gotten prouder. But I've got to tell you, there are times where I'll sit there and if you're in an environment where you've got a lot of, I don't know, you know, professionals and you just got this intuition, I'm going to say, um, um, you know, real estate, um, it still does have the stigma. Not not as much as 30 years ago, Peter, or 20 years ago, because I do think agents have got better, but there is no trust between the buyer and the agent, you know, like it's really like I just, I just, I just, I mean, on Saturday, I said to one of the agents I was working with in the inner west, I said to him, brother, I said, I wouldn't even worry about it because every word that you're saying, that person there is thinking he is an agent, he's got commission breath. I said, and you got to accept it because I think, Peter, what it is, is with vendors, a tight bonded relationship starts because often that, like, let's picture it. If you get a digital price update and then you're getting one every quarter and then you're running into this person at the occasional open home, by the time you've listed, you've actually, there is trust in the relationship and you've probably listed with that agent because you trust that agent. That's probably why you've gone with that agent. But it's, it's the buyers that you're meeting for the first time there's no digital price update. There's been no relationship. There's been no communication. It's like, I've got a property. He wants it. 
this is a chess game on how I'll get more money out of him and he's going to try to get it for a lower figure. That's what it basically is. It is, it is. But can you imagine that, Tom, that if, you know, that buyer, when they engage with that with that office, is that every agent that they dealt, they dealt with when they wanted to make an offer on a property, that it was consistent. Yes. It's always the same. So we say, right, we'll scan your details from this QR code and that's how you make your offer. Uh, we're going to send you a link so you can make an offer and they follow that process then that would give, you know, consistency creates trust. But also I think when you talk about tech, um, and I think this is a, a great sort of um, unintended value, is that when you're on the buyer side of things, people trust systems. Um, you know, when you, like when I think I was talking to Lee about this ages ago and he raised, you know, like when you go and book an apartment and you pay X amount of dollars for that and take that book and you get a confirmation, you go, I'm booked, I'm done. And there's trust in that because, you know, that system is consistent. It doesn't discriminate. And it's also auditable. And if you've got that as part of your process, you've got that consistent um, process that that the buyers can use every single time. I think that's going to start to build trust. And whether it's through our platform or it's it's others that 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 move into this space, I think that's critically important for the industry to adopt. Because if we do and we create that consistency, it's only going to enhance our relationship and make. I think um, our our perception so that hopefully I don't have to be a grandfather to be um, to have. I know, I know um, I'm proud to be an agent and I'm 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 going I feel like I'm getting prouder and prouder the better industry gets because we've done some amazing things in these last two years that we should all be super proud of. Um it, it, where I guess the government should be supporting us a bit more, I think. You know, particularly in New South Wales, we've banked over one billion dollars a month in stamp duty in a time where we were locked down. And you look at that and you think that's just an incredible amount of volume of real estate that's transacted because agents changed what they were doing. Like we were the first adopters of change because we had to. Um, it's just that we're, that job's not done and it's never going to be done. We have to keep changing and evolving to make um, the process better for all concerned in the whole transaction. But anyway, I'm off my hot horse now. Peter Matthews, Realtor, if you're not on, get on. We've got a big, big Grand Slam quarter in real estate, September to December and quite frankly, if you win this spring, I reckon you're going to win 2023 because everyone's going with people that uh, have got recency. Recency trumps loyalty, I've got to tell you. And by the way, if there's any agents that have been in real I had an agent, Peter, say to me yesterday, oh, mate, there's no more loyalty in this world. I sold him this joint 10 years ago. They never gave me even a look in. And I said to him, man, like, what did you do after the day, after the day that you sold them? Did you do anything? And he goes, what do you mean? I said, because I don't think that when you sell someone a home that they're also signing an agency agreement with you that if they sell it, you're getting it. And I have a funny feeling that someone that had recency, Trump loyalty. And quite Ooh. frankly, the the, 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 the real tear price update document if they've got, you know, after five years, they've got 17 price updates sitting there on their phone, man. I've got to say, you're, you're, you're pitching for the, you're at least going to be pitching for the business. Whether yeah. you win the business or not, you've got to have a decent listing presentation as well, but at least you'll be pitching for it. You know, you remind me of what uh, Brian White uh, said, said to me, uh, the great Brian White. He said, loyalty without performance is worth nothing. So you know you can't you can't demand loyalty. There's got to be performance, and you know to just expect that they're just going to come back to me, and I'm just going to be able to 
that I sold the house, therefore they're going to list with me is is crazy. There's got to be effort that's put in. There's got to be performance because without it, you, you just don't deserve that loyalty at all. All right, Peter. Thank you so much. To everyone, Thanks. we held you up a little bit longer. Uh, and thank you, Tanay, as well. Thank you. Cheers.